Island. Nickelback. Nickelback, Nickelback. Give me my stickleback. <laughs> What's a stickle? Uh, it's like one of those... You know, you ever like, touch a plant and the little barby thing gets stuck in your clothes? Oh, uh, yeah, you want a those stickleback. Back. You collect those, don't and you? And Chad Kroger robbed them for me. Yeah. So I'm saying Nickelback, Nickelback. Give me my stickleback. Uh, so the theme this week... <laughs> is Nickelback. Yeah. Woo. Well, basically, the more I think about it, the more it's just Chad Kroger. Oh, you think? Well, I mean, the other guys are there, but... Chad's the real driving force. Yeah. I mean, no one gives a fuck about the other members of Nickelback. No, no one really knows any of their names anyway, but... Kroger is kind of a funny name, and yeah. Chad is also. It's very of its time. It's funny, because uh, it almost sounds like just a discount Kurt Cobain. Oh, and that's that's a lot of the criticism he yeah, gets as well. exactly. Kurt Cobain, cool name. Chad Kroger. Bad Move name. over. Is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice, that's good. Thanks, man. So where are we going to start with this? We're really going to focus in. We're going quite... My news here, right? So might as well, I guess the history, <laughs> All right. a bit of background. So they're Canadian, aren't they? They're Canadian boys. Uh, you know what, they're they're in a band before Nickelback. What are they called? You know what called? It's called the Village Idiot. Or just Village Idiot, actually. Okay. Uh, some people say it's the Village Idiots. It's just Village Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they did, like, their cover band, and they did covers of Led Zeppelin. And oh, like. cool, cool. Uh, Was it the same boys? Same boys, yeah. Well, they, their drummer changed about six times between then and now. Okay. But it's just, these are the original bo- the boys who became the original Nickelback. The originals, okay. Who the fuck was it? His cousin was involved as well, the star. Was his name R- Rudiger? R- Rudiger. No, I made that up. That's not what I was <laughs> It was like Vinny or something. You got me there. And, uh, and his brother is the bass player as well. So okay. it's, a, it's a real Kruger family production. Were they, were they a big music family? or? I don't know too much about that. Mm, I know that the, the name came from his brother Carl Kroger. I don't know. Well, maybe it wasn't Carl Kroger. Or something Do you like think that. if we like put a lot of time and effort into it, and we got in touch with his agent, Chad Kroger's agent, mm. being like, "Look, we really want to make a documentary on Nickelback. We've done a lot of research." Yeah, they'd be game for a few interviews. Um, maybe I think we'd have to like. Do you think that's where they're at? Would either career? have to become like accredited documentarians or Would, be able yeah. to fake that we are? Yeah. <laughs> to get the time on him, I think. That's true. He yeah. might be savvy of internet trolls. Yeah, no, that's true. He's great. Well, no, we're not even trolling. I know. Well, we're not being entirely <coughs> sincere either. We're not. We're not doing the documentary out of a profound interest in Nickelback. Well, I think we, have we more just think he's kind of a goofy guy, don't we? We have an artistic disagreement in this documentary. Oh, you think? Yeah. I would go for just a factual. People hate him. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be called. Nickelback. Why people hate Nickelback. <laughs> hey, I didn't agree to that name. <laughs> Shh, be quiet, Chad. <laughs> um, yeah. So Silver Side Up was their first big old album, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, they, they self-produced one yeah. before that, I think in 95. Oh, that's when they formed. 95. 95 was when they formed. Okay. And they got so it's Grunge is, is more or less... Grunge is wimpy little brother. Yeah. It's, it's uh, what are they called? It's post, new... Post-grunge. Yeah. Post-grunge, what they call it. Right. Yeah. Fucking, you know, they, they self-produced an album. Uh, Chad Kroger had to borrow Asa's stepdad for $4,000. $4, yeah. spent half of it on no, shrooms. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, though... I reckon I, he got scammed on those shrooms, too. Well, that, <laughs> what, what he says was that he then sold the shrooms and made enough money to pay his stepdad back. Okay. As well as for the album time. Uh, this is something, though, that was, they, they showed the, uh, the Nickelback lads' Wikipedia page. 
I was like, Staris, read the Wikipedia, and they point out things that are wrong. He was like, yeah, actually, I spent half on mushroom. <laughs> so That's such I t- I t- an edit. <laughs> you'll see this in things Chad Kroger asserts, and, it, and it's the lyrics of the songs. He puts forth his uh, persona yeah. of kind of a, a, a bad, bad boy. boy. Like in Photograph. Look at his photograph! There's, a, there's that line about, he's like, my criminal record shows that I broke into school twice. It must have been at least a dozen times. <laughs> so only like he's he's just got a load of these things that are record. Yeah. But then he's going like, actually, I did it way more than that. Or, actually, I spent half on shrooms. Pretty cool on that actually. Yeah, and then yeah. stuff like yeah, I've been down to every bottle, man. Yeah, every. <laughs> a drink. Every single bottle. Every single bottle. He's always on about drinking. I remember I thought uh, when I first. How old were we when that song came out? Which one? <coughs> Seven, oh, eight. how you remind me? Yeah, that was in I think two thousand two. So, so whatever age, <laughs> but I remember not knowing or not understanding that light. Like being at the bottom of the bottle, obviously, is about alcoholism and stuff. I thought it was about genies and how they're trapped in the <laughs> right, bottle. Yeah, we had innocent. <laughs> yeah, so I thought no. What I pictured was like. I was imagining like a tiny man in a massive bottle and I was like, yeah, to be fair, that would be really, that'd be like that image of like, oh, that's really hard to get out of, to be fair. Yeah, so slippy like, ass side, a bit wet as yeah. well. Can't get out of that. We've got Chad Kroger's, uh, Chad Kroger, I should say, Nickelback playing in the background here on silent. Yeah, we got some, some vids. I'm going to move it over so I can see it better. Some cool visuals. Yeah. It, they had very edgy kind of... Uh... Ed- edgy imagery. Like, they're, they're putting out a fire here. Yeah. But it's Maybe not it's the real. raging fire in your loins. <laughs> and then there's also him mournfully waxing into a microphone in every vid. Yeah, real real passion in the face. Noodly hair on him. Ah, he's alright. Do you know uh, their first album, Silver Side Up, came yeah. out on September 11th, 2001? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that was their first first one since they signed with their record company. Not a good, not a great day to release. No, <laughs> it's not <laughs> overshadowed. I'd say. And that was that the one that they had. Uh, How you remind me on? Because that was, that was, that was their one. like that was their breakthrough. Yeah. And when people say, "Hey, these lads, they go back." Maybe that's why people hate them. <laughs> Do you hear where the name of the band came from? Um, let me think. Did they? Expect? Did they pay with a certain amount of money, and they expected they, they to get hundreds, change. Of, hundreds of nickels? No, <laughs> apparently Mike. I, I have here, man. It's Mike Kroger, the bass player, who's his Chad Kroger's brother. He used to work in Starbucks, and he'd say to people as he was giving them their change, "Here's your nickel back, man." So they were like, "Let's form a band." Hey, Nickelback. <laughs> He's like, "I'm gonna learn That's how to pretty play the cool. bass." Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep in mind, at this point, they've already been in the. The village, village idiots village for, idi- for years. Uh, village idiot. Village idiot. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's how you got their name. That's cool. Um, well, actually, it's not. What do you mean? It's not cool, or it's not how they got It's just not very, I don't know. It's like Nirvana is to Nickelback as uh, Kurt Cobain is to Chad Kroger. It's all just like discount version. Even when we're looking at these vi- the videos here, it's all very like, okay, this is Rockstar, this is a different kind of video, but... It's tr- it's like trying to be edgy, but it has no edge underneath it. Yeah, there's not really any substance. It's, yeah. uh, it's all flash, yeah. you know? And is that it's... racist because he's from Canada? No. No, it's, it's not racist. <laughs> Why is that just, racist? That's the vibe I get off... Uh, <laughs> of all whole... Canadians? Not all Canadians. Do you know any edgy Canadians? Uh, I North mean, America. Well, Norm MacDonald, yeah. 
Mac Mac Marco edgy. He's yeah, he's pretty edgy. Norm Macdonald is a funny man. Um, but no, like it's not not that it's not edgy, but it's not very like a hard rock. Like Mac DeMarco, he doesn't. He has a bit of self awareness. Yeah, he, he takes, takes the piss. The he's kind of yeah. satirical. Whereas that video before it was all about fires going on and firefighters and you know what I mean. Yeah, and just pain. It's just the pain. I just when I trouble. when I see that video and I'm like, oh, they're from Canada. It's just very. It ain't right. Is there, is there, do you think there's an inherent goofiness to a Canadian? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say so. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe the same could be said of the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Although there's also the kind of hardy no, fighter reputation. Because Ireland, Ireland has edginess as well. You've got Colin Farrell out there for us. Yeah. Being a bit goofy, but also a bit edgy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, something about... McGregor, the... he's out there being edgy. Exactly, yeah. And the IRA. <laughs> um, edgy and hungry but the thing just, it's just the thing about Nickelback it just, it's not because they're Canadian it's just a very I don't know it's one facet of that it, it's, it, yeah, it's part of the it's the part of the entire painting of why they're a bit um, vanilla yeah I have more to say on this but uh, will we finish the history yeah let's go um, well here's, here's just an event right so they, I meant they, they, they rotated their drummers a good bit in 2001, I think right before they were, um, they blew up with Silverside Up. Yeah. Their drummer, uh, what was he called? My, Mitch Gwinden <laughs> <laughs> left the band to work at a car company. Oh no, <laughs> he's gone corporate. He's going nowhere. <laughs> like right around when they were blowing up. Right around then. Why yeah. did you do that? I was just thought it was a good job. Oh, I wonder where he is now. He's like, who's ever going to listen to Chad Kroger? Mm. <laughs> probably still at the car company although this is one of the things that Kroger disputes on the Wikipedia page so he goes he's like actually uh, he didn't leave to work in a car company we kicked him out Ooh, we kicked him out that's of the an band edit. that's another edit and you know why he says they kicked, they kicked him out of the band why he's like yeah, man we were starting to tour we we're going into like mid Canada middle of Canada it was really cold and he's just not built for the cold and he's like man I can't take it so, like, his reason for why they kicked him out sounds more like he opted out himself. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, we kicked Gross. him out. Like, I'm leaving, man. It's too cold. Like, yeah, you better leave. Leave, <laughs> leave all the way to the car company you work at now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I actually told him to join my car company. <laughs> and then I robbed it. <laughs> yeah, mate. Then I bought all the cars. Just <laughs> yeah. to show him. That's, that's one of the lyrics, isn't it? I bought all the cars. No, to show you them. had... <laughs> 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 the hilltop houses driving 15 cars oh that's right yeah he probably did buy all those cars yeah. bastard but yeah who needs that many cars that's such an obvious lie though <laughs> yeah 15 cars no 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 that kid kicking him out of the band yeah all of it is man it's like we need some drama to be an edgy band yeah oh, what else do you fucking do oh yeah this is a big thing right this is like his past becoming hated mm. like Nickelback's whole reputation um, so he did an interview in 2001 with Silver Side Up before Silver Side Up came out I think mm-hmm. where he said well was it before or after 9-11 <laughs> before 9-11 that's okay. how I remember <laughs> so right, he, he, he this is a quote from him right he goes he start, he, he says that he started studying every piece of music uh, everything sonically everything lyrically everything musically chord structure I would dissect every single song that I would hear on the radio and every song that that had done well in the chart and I would say why did this do well so okay. he starts like breaking down all the songs he hears the he's pop like, songs the chart yeah songs. he's like pop songs popular for this they have this structure they sing about these topics right and he starts putting them into his music and he says that uh, 
That's why, uh, what's that one called? What, you, you remind me? Uh, <laughs> that's why that was popular. Okay. Because it's like, it's, it's a love song, which is relatable, but it's also got grungy elements, which you're bringing the kind of more grungier crowd. And then you also got the pop crowd coming in. Right. So he started pruning his songs to become hits. What a boss. It's not like a song for a song. It's like, this song is a hit. Yeah. You know, the radio will play this song. He's an engineer. Yeah. And I think think that's like the heart of why people don't like them. Because it's too insincere. It does feel very manufactured. Do you know that's kind of like apparently Limp Bizkit were. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave a lot of. You put a lot of to the Z there. Well, stank on that. <laughs> that's probably how he wants to be. To be said though, you probably said right. I would have said biscuit. Yeah, I don't really say that. It just uh, biscuit. <laughs> but they were just like a put together. Uh, it was like a lot of businessmen were like, oh, hey, a Louis Walsh job. Yeah, pretty much. Really? Do you know Chad Kroger's full name? Chaddington Kroger. Chad Robert Turton Kroger. <laughs> Turton Kroger. <laughs> yeah, Turton, Turton Kroger. Kroger would have been way better. Turton Kroger was his double-barreled surname as well. So. Turton Kroger. Turn Kroger's me more. Over. Turton is not a very rock and roll name. I mean, it's more jazz. Chad just seems so played out now. Now it does. It's probably like because a joke of him. Name. Imagine someone calling their baby Chad. These are. Yeah. Like well, he probably one. caused that. You think? Chad Kroger. I think yeah. there, there were a lot of Chaz running around in the 90s. Mm. And then there was the, the posh version. Chaz. Chaz. <laughs> cool Chaz. Oh, it's like Chaz, <laughs> And then there's Cool Chaz. Cool Chaz. That's what he told people. Uh, he was like, at summer camp, he was like, yeah, people at, uh, people at school call me Chaz, though. Yeah, you can, like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. They call me Cool Chaz. I knew a girl who used to say, uh, she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I was in America and everyone said I looked like Miley Cyrus, but I totally don't. Uh. <laughs> and then on her birthday, she, like her 15 or 16th birthday, she bought balloons of Miley Cyrus' face and was like, haha, look at this joke. <laughs> I was like, she was the only one going around saying that she looks like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I never knew what her game was. <laughs> she was trying to play both sides. What's your, what's your plan here? <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to disarm you by, yeah. Uh, I think she, I, I think know, she, she wanted pe- I think she wanted people to think she was like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I read this. There's a guy from a magazine called Chart Attack that gave a review. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> he gave a review. Um, this is kind of after they'd blown up, maybe like 2004, 2005. But it, it was like a he he clearly really liked them, and uh, what he says is Chad turned out an extremely racy album that's loaded with songs about getting drunk and doing it all without breaking any taboos and with enough love and moral authority to grease its passage into the mainstream oh yeah and that just reads like someone who was the mormon up until two months ago yeah and that's cool. just like now they're cool yeah it's like a midlife crisis wrote yeah. that. like someone who says doing it all doing it all and then to grease its path to the mainstream yeah, yeah that like it's just such contrasting yeah. It's also sort of overriding it as well. Yeah. You know, like he wanted to write like he thought he'd write the next great novel. Well, like said he's doing pieces about Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to what you were saying about how bloody calculated he was. Here's the bloody photograph song where he shows uh, <laughs> We're watching a video again here where he shows his <laughs> old high school. And at the beginning he shows a photo and says, Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Yeah, it makes him laugh. He's like, this photo's gas. like, every time? Come on. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> he walks past it every day like, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> um, and then he's like, what the hell is on Joey's head? And it's just a, a trophy of sorts. You can clearly see in the photo. And he's and he's clearly, <laughs> he's seen it so many times because he says, every time I look at this, I laugh. He's, he's just never known what it is, maybe. Like, what is that on his head? I can really get the vibe from Chad that he's a, he's a, he's a simple guy. Mm. <clears throat> he doesn't have any pretensions. Well, maybe he does have pretensions. He's a simple guy. Like, he, lo- he likes. What, in terms of intelligence or. <clears throat> in terms of what he likes. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he knows what he likes, he likes what he knows. Mm. He, like, he'll watch He'll watch some a slapstick comedy. He's probably really into that. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead or uh, Big Mouth. Cool, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, he'd be really into them. Yeah. Really into Big Mouth, yeah. <clears throat> On that uh, point you said about every time he looks at it, he laughs. Yeah. Do you know what lyric I have a real issue with? What? This isn't a tangent, but. Um, you know the Tin Lizzy song, Dancing in the Moonlight? Oh, yeah? And he's like, uh, I go to the movie theatres, I go to see the movies, always get chocolate stains on my pants. Chocolate stains on his pants? Do you man. expect me to believe that every time he goes to see a film, <laughs> he gets his pants covered in chocolate? <laughs> like, a stain, meaning that it's going to like persist after a wash. Like, he's got enough chocolate on the pants to cause a big noticeable stain every time he goes. Every time. How's he doing that? <laughs> What uh, what does he rhyme that line with? He you know? always gets. <laughs> oh, um, I think it's lost in romance or something. Chocolate or stain on my pants. I'm lost in romance. It also sounds like he's just trying to cover up uh, some kind of irritable bowel syndrome. He's either incontinent, yeah, or he needs to stop buying chocolate because he obviously can't be trusted with he it. He loves going to the cinema to shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to think of him there, like, okay, I'll be careful this time. Mm. And he, like, loses concentration for Seth, he looks down and he's like, oh, no! He rubs it all over the There's chocolate all over my pants again. <laughs> We're anyway. watching uh, an interview <laughs> with Chad Kroger and his brother? Car- uh, Mike Kroger. Mike Kroger, the bassist. Their cousin was in the band as well, but they got rid of him. But he also couldn't have Chad, they kicked him out. They kicked him out. Because he didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're watching this interview and yeah, they do come off like what you were saying before. They do come off as very simple, no frills kind of people. Like not to say they're boring, but almost. Yeah. Like they're up for fun, but fun for them is like a, a like a body limerick. <laughs> <laughs> body tale. They love that. They love an old, they probably enjoy an old racist joke on yeah. the sly. <laughs> on the sly, yeah. They'd be like, oh, and they go, that's awful, that's awful. But they'd laugh. Or like when they're driving around with their mates, one of them rolls down the window when they're at like a stoplight and oh. shouts like, hey you. And then like you drive off. Uh, <laughs> that's bloody mad Pete. He's like, and, and that's like their craziest friend does that. And they're like, no, Pete, oh, I can't believe you. Pete, you ledge. You <laughs> <laughs> I'd never, I would never. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's innocent. They're allowed to be that type of person, you know? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just very not rock and roll, is um, all I'm saying. That's my, <laughs> that's my main point. I'll tell you what was rock and roll. I was mm. doing a song for uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man starring Tobey Maguire. That's pretty good. That came out right. <laughs> Today with a big hit on one hand, big song and a real popular movie on the other hand. Yeah. But things are looking good for Nickelback in oh. 2002. And there's your mate in the car factory. Or wherever he went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, ah, fuck. I should have stayed at least another year. Yeah, Maybe get some royalties off that album. <laughs> Cold. That would have been a good time to fuck off. Yeah. You just brought a, bring a coat if it's cold, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, also in 2002, as well as Hero coming out, 
there was the infamous bottle incident. Oh. I wonder if you've seen this video. <laughs> they're, they're playing, somewhere in Europe, I think, they're playing a show. And they're, you know, they're jamming away, and someone pings a bottle full of water up on the stage, yeah. drenches Chad, oh, no. and he, he's like, what the fuck? And he like, gets the mic, and they stop playing, and he's like, so hang on here, want to hear some rock and roll? <laughs> he's like, giving out to the crowd, like, hey, we're trying to play some rock and roll, <laughs> and someone hits him in the head with a rock. <laughs> oh, no. And they, like, they flip off the crowd then, and they walk off stage, you know? Oh, dear. Poor like, guys. Yeah. No, no one deserves to have stuff thrown at them. Especially not a rock. But that is funny. Fall of water, quite funny. Yeah. Rock. Okay, rock is not funny. Sorry. Still kind of funny, but less so because that can hurt. But right, right after Who he brings... said rock and roll. Oh um, <laughs> That's pretty funny. But... That, that is quite funny, yeah. Um, but no, it's not funny to throw rocks at people for sure. Yeah, we definitely don't condone we rock are not throwing. A rock throwing podcast. If keep your rocks in your pox. Yeah, if you're rock throwers, you know what? You can just keep the rocks in your pox and jump in a fucking lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dark. Dark, yeah. And then, you know, think about what you did before you empty your pockets of rocks and yeah. swim home. Swim back up. Because you're obviously a strong swimmer. So everyone can be saved. <laughs> Uh, so I thought that happened when more of the hate about them had gone around, when it became cool to dislike Nickelback. But, uh, mm. There you go. Bloody. So they finalized Maybe it. that started it. People were like, oh, wait, are these the kind of band that get water bottles and rocks thrown at them? <laughs> Maybe they, they are cool. cool. <laughs> these sort of band who walk off stage in a huff. That's pretty, that's pretty that's metal, man. Rock and roll, man. They had a real metal sound as well, didn't they? They borrowed elements from everywhere. Yeah, well... Grungy, metal-y, poppy. Absolute chemist. So by 2005, right, they'd cycled through all the drummers and they're at their final one. Yeah. Everything's set in place. Uh, yeah, photo, they've released that album that had a photograph and Rockstar on it that year as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, at this point, they're they're big, you know. I felt <laughs> one statistic I, I read about how big they were was they, they sold over 9 million ringtones. Oh, wow. <laughs> Back when buying ringtones was a thing. That was the uh, meter stick back then. You get you text the television and buy a, a song from the chart yeah. <laughs> to be your ringtone. <laughs> then through the days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you reckon Chad Kroger peaked in high school? I don't think so. I say he probably peaked during Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, no, yeah, of course he did. You know, he was too busy breaking but, into school in high school. Yeah. <laughs> probably bro- every time he broke in, it was to steal money. It, really? Yeah. Is that what he says in the song? No, that's what he said in an interview. Oh, really? He, he used to break into school to steal to money? To steal money, yeah. Really? It's, that, that's kind of badass. Yeah, I guess, but... Breaking into school what, what did on he spend the it on? But that could be one of his edits as well. He's probably breaking into school to read. To learn. <laughs> to learn. Yeah. So he could study more. Yeah, exactly. Nerd. <laughs> Do you uh, have any... I've got a couple of theories as to why the boys are hated. Yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got a lot to say about this. So, one of them that I've heard of is that there's this uh, Canadian comedian, Brian Posen. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard of him. Uh, you'd recognise him if you saw him. Uh, he actually looks like a really old, unwell version of Larry. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, he you, mean, made... you just mean really old version of Larry. <laughs> uh, but he made a joke in 2003 that ended up um, being in like a promo for one of his stand-up sets. Oh, yeah? And this promo got aired over and over and over and over again on Comedy Central. So I guess the demographic of people that were watching Comedy Central at the time were not the influencers. Uh-huh. You know, maybe in 2003, they were the ones who were, you know, the cool, funny kids. They were repeating jokes. Yeah, stuff like that. Well, anyway, that's how it... So what was the joke? The joke was that uh, Nickelback's music, or like 
they were talking about music and rap music making people violent and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I had a theory that uh, like bad music makes you violent as well. Um, because whenever I listen to Nickelback's music, I want to kill Nickelback. <laughs> and like that joke made it into the promo. Uh, and obviously, you know, if you get it into enough people's heads over and over, people yeah, would start thinking. Yeah, even people who would have been like, oh yeah, like I actually Blood dig Nickelback. that album, they would have been like, oh, maybe they're not cool. Oh, the internet told me that I don't like Nickelback anymore. Because that's what it was. I think it's a a lot of the hate is definitely momentum based. What I, what I heard the starting point for it was mm. was that they had sold a song to an ad for couches or something. They sold Rockstar to this ad. Oh, really? And had people like... It's a, a real, ad. really lame ad. Yeah. Where to dance. Rockstar is a really lame song. Though. I know. It's such a bad song. It's but so like, bad. Sofas are so not rock and roll either. I know. It's the least Throwing thing. them out of windows. And they had a bunch of like older white people dancing to it. Oh, sort of ironically, good, you know? Never good. Um... Yeah, so it's probably like, a, like a, it's a few, it's a combination of moments. Yeah, I think, that was, started the, the wave. The, of the stars aligned. Probably um, like, and it's, when I st- when people started making these jokes, I better really hit home with some people. Who were like, yeah, they do suck actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I couldn't quite put my finger on it, <laughs> but you're right, they do fucking suck. Yeah, I think a lot of it as well is like they, what would they they blew up in the early two thousands. Yeah, and, they're so popular at this stage. Yeah. yeah. And grunge had kind of died out by then, I guess. Like the, all the good grunge was gone since the nineties, I think. Yeah, but uh, everyone was like, after Kurt Cobain killed himself, I'd say like culturally, people were like, "Oh my god, this guy!" Like that really sealed. I'm not saying Nirvana aren't great by themselves, uh-huh. but uh, that certainly uh, sort of mytho- elevated them. Yeah, them. yeah, sort of tra- made them transcend kind of <coughs> music. And here come Nickelback, who. You know, discount name, discount lead singer. Yeah. It just does sound Discount like, sound. Yeah, exactly. And, like, when you hear that, their first big song, How You Remind Me, it does sound like it's trying to... Yeah, where he's like, yeah, yeah, Nirvana. Exactly, no, yeah. Hello, hello, Exactly, hello. exactly that, yeah. Very similar, yeah. And I think people were pissed off because it's like... You Who's know, this guy? Touch, like, Nirvana is sacred at that stage, yeah. Who's this guy coming along? And they, and they had... Well, they would have had some of the, the trappings of grunge. They wouldn't have had any of like the kind of spirit of rebellion. No, not at all. That's it, exactly. And, and, so and the like, image wasn't even there either. The actual edge. Mm. Uh, yeah. So there was a really a perfect storm for people to start hating them. Because they got so popular and they played so... They sold over 50 million uh, albums. Yeah. They got like eight... Fucking eight number one segments or something. Jeez. Must be on so many... Uh, eight like, studio played albums. On the, played on the radio all the time. They well. won a fucking half of awards as well. Yeah. They are just hot. So they're everywhere. They're everywhere, they're everywhere. Everywhere you look, Nickelback. <laughs> you try and give try and give someone your change in a Starbucks. Here's your Nickelback. Oh no! <laughs> Why Nickelback? What's a nickel again? Is that 20? No, that's nickel's 10 five cents. cents. Five cents. The dime's ten. Okay, that makes now, sense. Now this would have been Canadian dollars. I don't know if it's different. I just did a pun there. I said that ah, makes sense. Very good. But uh, why would he always be giving nickels back? Surely there's other amounts of know. change. It seems like a made-up story. I know. Why they call themselves like... 18 cents back. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I could see it maybe that, like if he said it weird and if they were hanging out at the shop and he's working there mm. and they heard him say it weird once true, yeah. and it's made fun. I can see how that would become a thing. Goofy, isn't it? I think they should have stuck with uh, Village Idiot. Yeah. Then you'd be like, oh, that Village Idiot song sucks. You'd be like, sure, yeah, they're called the Village Idiot. Yeah. You know? I guess Nickelback, when you fuse the words together, it does sound kind of cool. Like a... Uh, you know, a dinosaur, like a, what are those dinosaurs? With Sounds them? like a Pokemon. Kind of, yeah. A Stegosaurus, like? Stegosaurus. 
Yeah, Staggy. Kind of Staggy's pretty cool. I fuck with Staggy. Stegs. Not on Triceratops, though. Stegs for life. T-Rex, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, T-Rex is alright. It literally, it's Latin for, like, the best. They were the first ones to go. Were they? Yeah, man. They couldn't survive. Didn't they all go? What? Didn't they, they all, all went, yeah, but the herbivores could slub on a bit. That's true. Yeah. This is, like, over thousands of years that they went. It wasn't like... Yeah. It was, like, over... See ya. Many, many generations. Yeah. Unlike Nickelback. Right. Unlike who? Yeah, kept going. Yep. Good ten years. So, uh, they're hated. Yeah. Justified? Who knows? Um, I don't know if I want to crack into this before the break, but there's, there's someone someone wrote a, a PhD paper about why why people hate Nickelback. Ooh. And also, yeah, if people hate them so much, why are they so successful mm. and popular? Um, the paper was called by, uh, by a Finnish person called Sally Antoinen. Uh, hypocritical bullshit performed to gritted teeth. Uh, authentic discourses in Nickelback's album reviews and Finnish media. <laughs> well, she doesn't sound like a fan. <laughs> oh, well, she's an academic. Fair, Fair enough. Uh, yeah, and what she did, she she went through. This was I think it was for a PhD, but she like went through like ten years worth of critical reviews of Nickelback and uh, Finnish media. Yeah, and like compiled them, saw saw what was up with them. Okay. Um. Basically, the problem that she identifies is that people see their band as inauthentic. Mm. So, like, it's like they're big phonies. Like, kind of what we were saying earlier. They sort of got they've got all the trappings of say Nirvana, but none of the actual substance. Yeah, when you scratch away at the surface, it's yeah. It's like, it's hey, wait a minute, this is smoke generic noise. pop formula. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh, the black. They have a quote from the Black Keys in this article. Who really fucking put them on blast. Oh yeah, they yeah. I remember that. Actually. Here's the quote. I forget, I don't know which one of them said it, but uh, it was in a Rolling Stone interview. <laughs> they say uh, they accuse they accuse Nickelback of ruining rock and roll with their watered down poach grunge crap. Horrendous <laughs> shit. <laughs> I really called them out there. To be fair, Blackies are good. Yeah. But that's a bit mean. Saying that they're good. No, a bit mean to call Chad out like that. Yeah, I mean, they are watered down, though. They are, but... <laughs> I don't know if he can rock. give out about Maybe ruining rock and roll. To me, rock, rock and roll... Cool since... Maybe they did. Rock and roll, to me, is like the 60s. Like, hey, you're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Yeah, well, That's, like, different than grunge. Yeah. People, like, say rock and roll, man, but they're really talking about, like, trash metal or metal. It is a umbrella term, yeah. No, he didn't ruin rock. Don't worry, Chad, if you're listening. Yeah, Chad, you didn't do it. You're he not that bad. It. That's true. I don't. They're not as bad as the hate that they get. They're not bad people, firstly. Well, well, well we he did break well, his school we, 12 times. We just don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. If they're I bad. don't think they are. I think I'm they're gonna, probably I'm pretty gonna nice. I'm going to make a character judgment and say they're not bad people. I'd say good people, but boring. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is fine. He probably can't even skate, but acts like he can. Yeah. I bet he pretends he can skateboard. For sure. <laughs> he's like, yeah, my dad works at Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those. He lost his virginity when he was 10. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'd love to go and do right now? A break. Lose my virginity. So we, <laughs> we better take a break. <laughs> I'm really proud that I haven't freaked out and that I'm not about to die right now. Are you sure? Avril makes me sick. Good Portugal! She thinks she's punk, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I never once ever called myself punk to anybody. Are you sure? Maybe I have an attitude, and I have a lot more edge 
to myself than a lot of other artists out there do. Have we got any Nickelback fans? So much that, you know, right now, that this moment I'm not going to get into, but... Yeah, maybe I have some punk characteristics about me. Up to you! But I don't walk around calling myself punk. It's more punk to tell people you're not punk than to sit there and say that you are punk. And whatever. Uh, if you, if you want to know what I think that I am, I think that I'm just a rock chick. You guys want to hear some rock and roll? I like to rock out. I like to throw shit around. I like to go nuts. I like to lose myself on stage. I like to scream. I like to holler. I like to break things. I like to yell. Oh, you want to go home? I like to get my anger out. See ya. Did I say that properly? So groovy now. Time for more Trash Island. Bit more of this, bit more of that. At Trash Island, the show where we... We, we don't really know that much, but we you know less. You, yeah, you know Because <laughs> we did a bit of research. Right, you. you know, it's not easy doing this, so don't be so rude about us being wrong. Yeah, give you know? us a break. We know what we know. We're not fact-checked. We do this for you, you know. Yeah. Anyway. And the paycheck. <laughs> Back to that old uh, critical essay about why Nickelback are hated. So was her whole PhD based on this, or was it... Yeah, um, yeah it was. <laughs> mm. It was about... Why they're hated and why they're so... How can they still be popular and be hated? Mostly it's about uh, phony authenticity. Yeah, okay. Um, here's another quote from this essay. Um, Nickelback's lyrics form a polarity between the hedonistic themes of sex and alcohol and love songs. So basically, right, one of her points is that like they pre- it, there's this theory called the commercial aesthetic where you can like... <clears throat> to have a piece of art be commercially successful, you need to appeal to everyone. Right. So like... You see this in the likes of the, the Titanic, which was, for years, was the highest grossing film. It's because there's something for everyone in the Titanic, you know? Mm. There's romance, there's that action, bit of action yeah. there's a bit of history, there were some moms would love it because there were some older lady characters who were nice, yeah. <laughs> you know? And Leo DiCaprio. And then, like, yeah, and, you know, it did the gangbusters, you know, really good. But I think that's sort of what Nickelback, Nickelback are trying to do as well, right? Mm. They're trying to take a bit of grunge, but they're putting in love song elements. And they're not hiding it. Yeah. And, like, I think where the Titanic was very successful with this, probably because it was a, it was a one-off, it was just one big movie, and that was it, where Nickelback did this, and they, you know, they had some, they had success with it. Yeah. But people started to notice it, because they just kept doing the same thing over and over again. Right. You know? Yeah. They got found out. It, it basically, it let them have cool guy edginess, and, uh, but also let them appeal to a mainstream audience. Yeah. Okay. And actually, I think a lot of their fans were, ended up being g- uh, girls, which, okay. uh, it felt like that the the hardcore grunge heads and movie music critics would like that's a death sentence if your fans are teenage girls. Yeah, you know that's just not the, cool. Uh, yeah, that's not rock and roll. Unstable market. Yeah, yeah. Who are you, the Beatles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's good for a few years if you can write it out like One Direction and Justin Bieber. They got all the teenage girl fans, but yeah, but they never presented themselves like they were. Uh, yeah, exactly. Rock and roll. Yeah, no, they had that that appeal. They weren't like teenage yeah, girl appeal. I was drinking. Yeah, no. Drinking all the beers, breaking into school. <laughs> yeah, twelve times. Yeah, not twice. <laughs> they, 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 you'll hear, you'll hear some crazy things about me breaking into school only twice. Yeah, actually, it was twelve times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, and there's all this calculated commercialism, especially with Chad Kroger going on radio and saying that he like really studied what makes pop songs that's like a bad work. move it just it, people just people, dissecting it into a science yeah people just cotton on to how uh, calculated their commercialism was yeah and just like and the critics would get onto this right 
and as a critic, and as a critic, being a cool critic who's like in the, in the loop, you know, they're on the scene, it, it behooves them to be able to point at people and say, those guys aren't cool. Because that raises their profile. Of okay, being, so they're the, one of the cool guys. The critics you know? are jumping on that. So they're, they're really incentivized to spot someone being, you know, quote unquote, a phony. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, just being, being in it for the money. And that sort of thing. They can call someone out like that. Call, they, call that culture. Yeah, yeah. It's just and so just the way I said the critic felt jumped on it anyway. Yeah. Um fucking yeah, then bring the right audience. Fucking Oh yeah. Also accused of being dull. This is one of the sections in the essay. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. They are dull. This is a, a side effect of appealing to everyone. Mm. Uh, is that while you might like not be you'll be inoffensive to everyone, right. but you also won't be really great to everyone. Yeah, like they have this. Uh, they made a ro- like a computer program that would write music, no. like an AI, right. and um, people would vote on what songs they liked. And I thought you meant Nickelback, mate. No, 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 no. This is an a- this is an AI. This is a computer science thing. And uh, well, so people would vote on the songs they liked and they didn't like. And what would happen is the the, the algorithm became tuned to making songs that no one liked nor didn't like. Mm. It's just like boop 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 boop. It's like the, it sounds like if, if you know the human music in Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what it sounds like. And I think that's kind of what happened to Nickelback because yeah, they're trying to be not the same process. Everyone right. likes this, but then everyone it it, it it's in the realm of what people like, but yeah. isn't a good example of it, you know. As well, like the "How You Remind Me" song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I haven't memorized the lyrics, but. From listening to it, from listening to it a fair amount of times, I come away with no idea really what it's about as a song. Uh, like he says it, he's clearly it, being it, like self-critical and stuff. It's like about that. a relationship. Okay. So this is one of their love songs, right? I think that's maybe you're right. I, I don't. This, know. I'm not really it's, nev- it's not too. like you to say sorry. I was waiting for no, no, a different no, story. Sorry. Maybe I do know the lyrics. He's like, girls can relate to this relationship drama, and then he's like, I've been down to the bottom of every bottle. Yeah, it's just like, but also undrinking lads. It's like generic, like, oh, a breakup. Oh, toughness. (laughs) None of it's like real specific, or I don't know. It just, even when they write the lyrics, it just feels like, okay, let's just try and appeal to like this general. Every, something everyone can relate to it's as almost, broadly as possible it is a bit like he's put plugged some numbers into a computer and spat out some lyrics for him to put into his song Basically, yeah. and like yeah a photograph right that song is about another so the relationships are universally <laughs> relatable for people mm. um, but with photograph it's all about nostalgia growing up mm. literally everyone who's still alive at the moment has That's grown up they've yeah. grown up <laughs> it's like everyone can relate to that like yeah oh, I remember the old days Yeah, you know and, this, and, and then they also put in a bit of edge with the whole whoo-hoo breaking into school. <laughs> what, time, though? what else is he saying that? He's not about it, their eyes being red in the photo. Oh, yeah. It's clearly up to something oh, we naughty. Do. Drugs, guys. Yeah, the naughty boys. <laughs> um, There's, uh, do you have more on your PhD? Yeah, just one more quote from the, the, the article. is that Nickelback is too much of everything to be enough of something. That's very... That's it in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. It's a succinct, succinct way of putting it. It's the fact that everyone saw them try to appeal to so many different fan bases. Mm-hmm. They was like, ah, no. And it was so call-outable. This ain't it. And I think what really gave it legs, and this is my personal take, it became a meme. Yeah, for sure. It was viral. <laughs> it was a cool thing. It was like, yeah, the stars aligned. There are so many things about them. Yeah. But it was just like, it made sense. It was the 
the path of least resistance in terms of thought process yeah. is to just be like, yeah, these guys are fucking losers. It's such a safe, repeatable joke. Exactly. Uh, who was that? was it? Some tweet. Uh, Josh Grohl actually tweeted. Dave, Wait, Dave no, Grohl. Sorry, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters guy. What's his name? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl, yeah. Uh, he tweeted like, uh, oh, if you play Nickelback songs backwards, you'll hear the devil. <laughs> and if you play Ni- and even worse, if you play them forwards, you'll hear Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Which is a great joke. That's good. And it's coming from Dave Grohl of, of Nirvana. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he, he's allowed to say that. It's a double smackdown. Yeah. But stuff like this, uh, this it really snowballed the whole thing. And like... Everyone was just piling in on it. Probably when, when we were growing up getting on the internet, this was one of the... These top memes because I remember before I remember when I was maybe nine years old telling people like I was like hey, I really like Nickelback Ooh. but then didn't realise until maybe like 13 that it was like oh that's not cool <laughs> but I guess it wasn't it was never an issue for me yeah they were always in, Nickelback were always in the back did of you mind. turn on them I didn't turn on them that was the thing it was never really brought up I think a lot of the people who were the people who most criticised Nickelback were also previously the people who liked them the yeah, most yeah you know no, they have a few bangers. Let's let's admit. Look, okay. How you remind me? That's a good song. Yeah, Hero is a good song. I don't. Qu- I don't. Mm, I don't like it, but I recognize I it's a decent song. Yeah, it's so, just not my. It's not my jam. I've always found them very boring. Is photograph your jam? <laughs> photograph, I find funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were going for. Uh, and I hate. I hate Rockstar. I just don't want to be big Rockstar. Can I break down Rockstar a bit? Why we don't like it? Um, <laughs> Did we talk about this earlier already? No. So. First of all, he's already a rock star. Yeah, so the whole song is kind of redundant. But then he goes back on himself in an interview years after Rockstar came out and says, oh, it was all satire. It was yeah. all just like, oh, these I, are actually bad things. He is like doing it tongue-in-cheek. I guess you can kind it's of not, tell. but It's it, not good it, satire. It wasn't like it was over anyone's head. But anyway, mm. it's a whole song about how he's, he's sick of queuing up and not living the rock star life. And all the people in the video are like your regular Joes. And then Kid Rock comes in at some stage. Kid Rock's there, the guy from American Chopper are in it. Yeah, there's a few celebs there's here There's a bunch there. of celebs sprinkled in the vid. But there's a lyric where he's... Uh, he wants to get a jet with a bed in it so he can join the, join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet. Yeah. Which is all fine and dandy. 37,000 feet is definitely at least a mile. Too high for a jet, in fact, I'd say. It's seven miles. <laughs> Which is a very specific number of miles. When he, when he could have... 37,000 wasn't even the crux of the rhyme in the song. He, he, he could have chosen any number. He would have chosen any number. And to be fair, I would have had the same comment had he chosen any other number. Mm. But it is funny that he chose 37,000. <laughs> <laughs> also, do, do planes fly that high? I have no idea. How high is the stratosphere? I thought it was only like two miles up. Maybe. Uh, another thing about that line, that. I initially thought when I was listening to that... I thought you said 27,000 feet, and that was like a reference to the 27 Club. Oh. But I was like, oh, wait, no, he said 37. He's not that smart. He should have said 27. Any other number. There's so many other numbers which make sense to, to put in. I, I guess it has to have that beat. It's got to have that rhythm. It can't be like one foot. 37. Four syllables. It easy could have done 27, and then it would have been the little pun about when all the rock stars die. Really? Wow, you know? What an idiot. <laughs> but uh, so then he's got the old line everyone's got a drug dealer on speed dial oh yeah and when that song came out speed dial was, was a, a dead a dead oh thing. was it dead oh, oh yeah 2005 no this is after 2005 this no Rockstar year. came out in 2005 was it 2005 yeah, yeah I have it here in my notes well okay it came out in the same album as Photograph Mark which I thought it was way later same I always thought it was like 2009 or something nah mate well, maybe speed dial okay you know what Chad I'll give you your speed dial line <laughs> but then 
he says, we'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. And then like 15 seconds later in the song, he's he talks about, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to sign a load of autographs so I can eat meals for free. Um, and then the guy in the background's like, I'll have a quesadilla. Ha ha ha. <laughs> he's like, okay, yeah, so you're eating, obviously. So he's eating, he can't make up his mind. Are you also staying skinny? I don't know. Quesadillas aren't going to make you stay skinny, Chad. You bring up something else I hate about that song. Just that voice. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, for what you do, boy. What do you do? It's like the little, he's trying to make that like the little devil on your shoulder voice. Yeah, oh, he's just like a cool, cool guy. I think the Eagles Dead Man will do that in a pleasing way. Yeah, they're cool though. But yeah, yeah, he's just annoying and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's this song called Animals, which is quite an upbeat, kind of heavy song. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like this one. Um, but it's all about like, oh, going wild, like we're just a couple of animals doing all sorts of sex up, you know, left, oh, right, and center. We'll do all, all three positions. We'll do. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> get you home by 10. Um, so he's talking about, you're beside me in the seat, got your hand between my knees, and you control how fast we go by just how hard you want to squeeze. Which is, uh... That's not how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's just squeezing a dick. Yeah. You so like that? That was definitely a case of, uh... It has to rhyme, so... Chad's a virgin. <laughs> All that, yeah. A lot of his lyrics come <laughs> off like, it has to rhyme. Oh, you squeeze me so good, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of it's like when you're writing a poem as a kid and you're just putting down words that rhyme yeah. for the sake of them rhyming. Yeah, he just didn't really get past that. Yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Elton John used to do that a lot. Well, you know, you know, in Rocket Man, a bit better than. <laughs> if I was a sculptor, but then again, no, or a man who sells potions in a traveling show. Oh, okay. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It just rhymes. I don't uh, think he wrote the lyrics himself. Someone else did that for him. I think. It sounds more profound when it comes from him, anyway. Yeah, he he puts a good stank on it. Um, do you know the song "If Everyone Cared"? That's another belter. I don't know. Because if everyone cared and nobody cried, if everyone loved and nobody lied, if everyone <laughs> if everyone shared and swallowed their pride, then we'd see the day when nobody died. So it's a lot of standard hippie nonsense, basically. Yeah. Um, we're looking at a very woke solution to to world peace. Imagine. Yeah. But uh, it's a, a world where people never die. But it's or, past tense. Or cry is a scary world. I. A lot of psychos. Oh, un, unremorseful psychopaths. <laughs> yeah. Not killing anyone, though. That's Chad's... But maybe they're just torturing people. That's Chad's paradise. Well, I guess if they're... That's charadise. Being... <laughs> <laughs> Where does he live? California? Uh, probably. Something I know like that now. he got a big mansion there at Avril Lavigne when they got shacked up. Oh, yeah, that lasted uh, two years. Two years, yeah. Still good friends, though. Yeah, so that's uh, one of the points in favour of Chad is that he seems like a pretty... A pretty mature guy, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's like what in his forties now. Yeah. Um, and he's he's still he looks good for whatever forty something. He does. He look. He's a hot guy. He's got very nice teeth. I think he looks better with his shorter hair. Yeah. Yeah, we were looking at his teeth earlier. Martin was very concerned about these choppers he had. No, they've always been good, apparently. Yeah. I've I've searched the <laughs> oldest videos I could find. Martin was, went to confirm. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's had good teeth for he, life. He looks definitely looks better with short hair. Yeah. His hair looks like noodles when it's long. Um, yeah, so photograph, you know, obviously, obviously the whole thing about Joey's head, it's clearly just a trophy that's on his head. Yeah. But I bet, uh, that was kind of him trying to call out to Joey because Joey doesn't talk to him anymore. He's like, I know if I put him, if I reference this photo, oh, oh, that right, I, found, song with Joey. Some, I bet it, that photo means fuck all to him. 
<laughs> like, oh, I kind of want to talk to Joey again. Joey's cool. Do you think that's like a real photo of him and Joey? He's it does in the video. look legit. If anyone hasn't seen the video, like it, it opens with Chad Crowe going, "Look at this photograph," and he's just like holding up a photo in like the foreground of the camera. The whole song is about that photograph. Well, no, I guess it's not. It's about, about it. growing up. But like he only holds the photograph up to the camera for like two seconds. Do you know he would have had to do something else though? Your arm would get tired. <laughs> so that, yeah, that would not make a great music video. Just um, what, um, a, a the, photo. the photo is just like him and one other guy who seems to have some sort of large bowl or trophy on his head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he says every time every time he sees it makes him laugh, but he doesn't laugh in the song. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I guess he's not. He's not looking at, at, at it. He's, like, at the back. <laughs> he's just holding it. God up. help him if he turned it around. <laughs> He kept, having, he kept. They kept having to be like, "Okay, take 16. Okay, Chad, how about we try not looking at the photo? <laughs> He's making you laugh. So I might write that into my song, dude. That's good. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> um, uh, he uh, he once paid a crew member a couple of hundred euros to stick his willy in a fan. <laughs> okay, so he paid the crew member to put his own. Is the crew member's willy. Really <laughs> Chad's willy. Put my penis in the fan. <laughs> it was like already out. <laughs> Next to the fan, hey, I give you a hundred dollars if you put it in. Oh, I can't believe you made me do that. It's just him trying to like find excuses to be wacky. It's like, oh my god, I'll pay you a hundred euro if I down a pint. <laughs> you guys, wouldn't it be absolutely crazy if I just shout a bollocks at the top of my voice here? Would you dare me to do it? Dare me to do it? Um, <laughs> so, uh, wait, wait, so <laughs> did your man do it? He did it, and apparently. <laughs> The way Chad describes it is like I still remember the, well, like all the flapping noises as it hit each blade of the fan. Oh, did it not have the little uh, grate on it? Uh, clearly not, because he was able to stick it in the fan. Eeks. Yeah. <laughs> did he write a song about it? Yeah, photograph. Look at that fan. <laughs> Every time I see it, makes me want to put some guy's dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I mean I think he's a nice guy but that's just one of his I mean wacky stories that is like if you're a millionaire yeah that's the kind of thing you get yeah you'd be getting people who work on the you do something do. funny like, <laughs> that's not the worst thing that's been done yeah did you know that there is a exists a Chrome plugin that will uh, hide any Nickelback related content <laughs> on the internet for you what is it called I don't know probably Stickleback <laughs> no, not called back Nickel dunk. Nickel knack. Nickel knack? Yeah. Or take your nickel back. Oh, yeah. That's, that's probably what it's called. Nice. That was, the, that was the extent that people did not want to see nickel back for their yeah. content. It's a shame. But they wanted everyone to know that they didn't want to see this nickel back That's kind of content. fame in itself, isn't it? Do you reckon like the hatred has done good for them? I mean... the other alternative was for them to, like every other band of the early 2000s, just peter out into insignificance yeah, pretty quickly. Like this... This reputation gave them some livability. Yeah. But that being said, they did sell over 50 million records. True. So they were massive. They're already hugely yeah. famous. And then they got this other legacy of being the worst band in the world. Yeah. Did you know that they're uh, they're slated to play... There's a Thanksgiving Day football game in Detroit. Right. And Nickelback were going to do the halftime show. Okay. And they started a petition in Detroit to not have Nickelback, Nickelback play there. Did, they, did it succeed? Uh, the reasons stated were they had... They didn't think a Canadian band represented them very well. And also, they, they thought it would uh, discredit their uh, musical reputation as a city. <laughs> you know, Detroit's a rock. Yeah. And they got 55,000 55, uh, 55, signatures. Yeah. The Nickelback played anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Did they get booed, or was it a good reception? Uh, I think... 
Something, people, I, something I read about it said people were more angry about the low score of their team than they were about Nickelback. Oh, fair enough. Which is not to say that they were happy about Nickelback, <laughs> yeah, but maybe a bit distracted. Less angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, do you know that Avril Lavigne got in a Twitter beef with Mark Zuckerberg uh, on Chad on Nickelback's behalf? Oh, nice. That's good of her. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, when they're still uh, when they're still a thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg got in the uh, it's like hmm. All the humans are making fun of Nickelback. <laughs> I will also make fun of Nickelback. <laughs> I am a human. <laughs> and he, I think he posted some video of an AI saying, slagging Nickelback off. He's like, no, I do not like Nickelback. <laughs> or something like it. And Avril Lavigne, she fucking puts him on blast on Twitter. Then. Good. Like, mm, uh, Mark. <laughs> what did you, do you know what she said to him? Uh, I can paraphrase. She's like, yeah, that's all like, I know you think you're very funny and all. I'm like, I don't know you, but uh, you're promoting bullying by doing this. Oh, Hope you even, know. You could have gotten in for so many things. You're being a bully. Uh, <laughs> and she like, hashtags, Nickelback sold 50 million albums. <laughs> Hashtag, joke's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, oh, leave Nickelback alone. Avril Lavigne, you had an opportunity, if you're listening, to go to <laughs> Which Mark she is. and absolutely eviscerate him. But you went and accused him of bullying. That's not even, that's like letting Mark win. Mark, Mark, it's 2-0 Mark now. <laughs> and no one ever wants that. He got one like, against each of the members of the couple. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was going to have a real uh, triumphant, like, ah, oh, Mark, you're a pedo. Yeah. You're, a, <laughs> you're an IT pedo. What? <laughs> He's not, though. Is he? Well, who's to say? Are Nickelback bad? Mm, Is AI allowed to not like Nickelback? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well... Who's to say? Not Mark, that's for sure. <laughs> You've got a real beef with Mark yourself, no, no Mark. Fan, no fan. Maybe we should do an episode on Mark. Where we just dunk on Mark. No, that'll get that'll flag in a database. Who's gonna flag it? Mark. Well, what what database? He has a little uh, bot that. Scours, we're protected by Google. He scours the internet. For Mate, all. we're we're more Google affiliated. They can't touch us. They'll do nothing. We don't there. even have a Facebook page. They'll throw us to the dogs. We're collateral for Google. They'll never get us. Google will protect us. Mm-mm. Who's the CEO of Google? I should know this. Um, I think he is from India. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think an Indian guy does own. I forget Google. his name. All right, well, who could blame you? It's probably Indian, therefore hard to pronounce. Well, whoever it is is going to protect us, so I will learn your name, and I will <laughs> pray to it every night. They probably don't want to say their name, so good. Good, yeah. Yeah, we're only, we're only thinking of you, Google. Or Google. Lovely Google. Yeah, so Chad and Avril got divorced. Two years after mm-hmm. they got married. They had a, apparently a fairy tale wedding. In Paris? No, not in Paris. In France somewhere. France, there. yeah. So she's a French Canadian. Oh, uh, nice. It was a lovely wedding, and they said they had the time of their lives. They broke up in 2015, but it's very mature. They still like hang out and stuff. Yeah, they're still, they said they work better as friends than they did as a couple. And that's that's turned, nice. Yeah, wow. I think Chad, yeah. I think Chad wins that one. Yeah, when, yeah, I think Chad wins alone on that. I I don't know. I give Avril a win as well. Avril wins too. No, I mean, as in all the shit things about Chad, like when he tells people to put wheelies in fans, <laughs> I, is I, overcome I, by. Uh, I'd actually put the willy thing on a win for Chad as well. <laughs> Fair enough, um, but I think the fact that yeah, he's got these uh, mature signs, and I think that's good. Yeah, everyone who knows him seems person. to like him still. He hasn't like totally burned any bridges no except for maybe that guy who went to work at the car shop oh yeah but he was cold 
<laughs> he was too cold. He was too cold. <laughs> we had to kick him out of the van. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, apparently he missed her, her 30th birthday, though. Oh, no. While they were going. Is that why they divorced? Oh, I don't know. I think they, they promised that they would never spend more than two weeks apart or something, but then they did. Yeah. Um, also, they, get, they got married after like six months of knowing each other. Rock star weddings. Do you know what she last. said to him when they got divorced? What? See you later, boy. You were a skater boy. <laughs> I'll see you later, boy. <laughs> you weren't good enough for me. Now I'm a divorcee, yo. I will divorce you. And your you bandy, yo. <laughs> but we're going to have a mature breakup. And I'll see you at lunch. And we'll say hi, it won't be weird. And we'll not make comments to our friends behind the behind each other's backs. Because I respect you as, as a person. person. Da na 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 na. Avril Lavigne, if you want to make a little song with us, then hit us up. Did you ever fancy Avril Lavigne when you were young? Um, not massively. I thought she was cool. She wasn't your type. No. You weren't into the skaters. I was a skater boy. You were a skater boy? I said, you were not. You were not a skater skater boy. You probably played cricket. (laughs) (laughs) You were a cricket boy. (laughs) It was a sticky wicket, oi. (laughs) I don't know. Probably probably accurate cricket banter, I don't know. Yeah. You know, well, uh, my school was a cricket school. Oh, yeah? So you were a cricket boy? Nah, I looked down the cricket boys. No. You looked up at them from your knees. Oh, <laughs> oh was I sucking their dick? Yeah, that was implied. A sucky wicket. You were striking out those wickets. Look, I can't deny I did suck everyone's dick in school. But I don't think it's very good <laughs> of you to mock me about that. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone except for them. How dare you. Gave them cricket balls. Nice. Ah. You bowled them out. Yeah. We could go on. Yeah. <laughs> could we? <laughs> no, I'm running out. <laughs> yeah. oh, bloody Chad. I I'm adding about a chart fax. Let's make one up. <laughs> Did you know one time he ate an entire octopus live for a scene in the film? Yeah. For $500. Yeah. <laughs> no, he gave someone $500. No, as it was in his mouth, he paid someone $500 <laughs> to put their dick in the octopus. <laughs> I remember reading that. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that all we got time for? Would you have put your dick in a, in a fan for a hundred dollars? Um, we got about five more minutes. Depends how, how <laughs> we have time limits now. Not really, but I'd like to get to a minimum an hour. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> would I stick my dick into a fan for a hundred euros? Probably not. What? Depends on the fan. I'd do it. What if it was like a big industrial metal fan? Oh, not if I thought it was gonna like cut my penis off. Yeah, exactly. If it just like bap bopped it a bit and there was like maybe a slight bruising on the penis yeah I'd probably do that a couple hundred I'm not using it anyway well, <laughs> may, may as well when I was having a birthday party soon call up Kevin for a little bit of a fan entertainment <laughs> well I'm not gonna do it on, on call. <laughs> it has to be like spur the moment it's I'm, your job I'm now. not gonna feel special <laughs> if I just ring me up I put my dick in a fan <laughs> why not and then I'd leave there's That's... like money on the nightstand what a story I want, I want you to take me out first maybe <laughs> Bring me back to an after set. Be like, ooh, it's hot in here. I'll turn on this fan. And then, you know, the lights are dim. to another. Just the sound of the fan. <laughs> you say, hey, man, you know what would be funny? 
she did. And I'll, of course, at first I'll be like, no, no, no. But I want you to chase me. I want you to pursue me. Then, you know, like, no, 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 I couldn't. Go on, do it. I'll be funny. You'll be a legend. I'll be like, oh, stop. And then you and do then, it. And then you offer the money and then I do it. You do the dirty deed. Then I go home. <laughs> but it doesn't feel dirty now. No, man, that's too much faff. What do you mean? Ugh. You can't just go from... You can make a legit business out of Going raw. Hopping and popping into fans. <laughs> <laughs> On the highest setting. <laughs> um, Do you ever own a garden sprinkler? Yeah, and ran oh, through them. I'm kind of jealous. I've never... You don't, need, you don't need them in Ireland. Lush grass. Yeah. If you even have grass in the city. Yeah, you water the concrete. Yeah. Wash off all the city air. We had a little patch. Yeah. Oh, we wanted an apple tree. We weren't allowed to have an apple tree. Could you have grown one there? Probably not. I probably would have wrecked the foundation to yeah. the shed or something. <laughs> there wasn't the space. We have a small patch of grass, like a Brazilian strip. Did you? <laughs> did your dad go into the shed a lot? Oh yeah, that was a special time in there. He had a TV in there. We were never allowed to go in, but he'd go in in the middle of the night and see the light on from my room. <laughs> Watching comedies. No, that's where he actually. My dad built a separate shed to keep all his bikes in. Oh, really? Yeah. All of his bikes. How many bikes is he And he keeps the key to that shed. He has three bikes. Okay. And they're all, like, worth a grand. <laughs> oh, nice. So, like, our, all, all our bikes went into the normal shed. You'd need a shed for those bikes. But he had did the he have, shed. Did he have room bikes. in his bike shed for your bike? No, it, 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 his bit of the shed was tiny. You could basically fit, like, three bikes in okay. a few bits. Yeah. Also, that's where the beer gets stored at Christmas. Yeah. And it's always under lock and key for the bikes and access to the beer. The beer. Chad Kroger would have accessed his dad's beer when they were on holiday. Yeah, he would have like given it to his friends, but lied and said he bought it with a fake ID. Yeah, <laughs> or just told everyone he's 21 or whatever, 18 in Canada. Oh, you know, he was probably like 21 hanging out with 15-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> booze. Like, no one liked him his own age, so he'd hang around with the younger bracket. That's why I'm thinking, like, yeah. <laughs> I, he didn't peak in high school, obviously, but he, he had a great time in high school... And then peaked in Nickelback. Peaked in, yeah, peaked in 2005. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's still, he hasn't, he's plateaued. Plateaued, you reckon? Yeah. Are they working on a new album? Last one was 2017. Um, it was yeah, called, I have no idea. We're, we're Nickelback. We're Nickelback. You know what they called the greatest, the greatest hit? hit. Wait, what was it called? It's called uh, Nickelback Greatest Hits Volume 1. As if it, Implying. Wait a couple good. of years, boys. We'll have volume two out for you. How, how, when was the greatest hits released? Uh, I think it came out around after Rockstar was out. They're going to have to do a lot of more, a lot more songs. They'll need some hits, I think, if they want to do another one. Yeah. You can't be quite uh, loose with the definition of a hit when you're putting out a greatest hits record, though. It's all relative, isn't it? It's like whatever song is listened to the most. In the promotion for the greatest hits record, he said, it was going to be the greatest hits... And some new tracks. <laughs> who who yeah. the hell puts a new track on the greatest hits? There might be a bonus it's track like a that's a new track or like an old demo that never made it out. It's like a Trojan it's not, horse. Yeah. It's sneaking in. It's shitty new music. You're, just, you're on shuffle like, oh yeah, nice photograph. Oh yeah, nice hero. All of a sudden a new song. You're like, what? <laughs> that just made you listen against your will to one of their new songs. Like fucking U2. Remember yeah. what they did? Remember that half-assed apology they gave for that? Oh, it was like a sorry, not sorry. Sorry that we gave you free music we're on your We're trying to share iTunes. some awesome music with you guys. Sorry, I guess we're bad guys for doing that. <laughs> oh, get them. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
going on Bono. Let's start a beef with Bono. Fuck you, Bono. I used to make fun of him for wearing those glasses. I was like, who do you think he? Who does he think he is? He needs those. I found out he has cataracts and he needs yeah. them. I, feel, I, my I didn't feel that bad, but I I have stopped mocking him for the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> my mate that I grew up with, uh, his uncle's claim to fame is having punched Bono when they were youths. Oh what? <laughs> in what really? In Mount Temple? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And you too. Right in the noggin. In mm. D two. In D two, yeah. Why did he punch Bono for? Uh, I can't remember. All the only story, the only thing I know about the story is that it happened. Right. <laughs> well, that's incredible. So maybe. But it happened twelve times. I know about this story, guys. And I stole money from. That him. definitely happened. That's all I know. It did happen. <laughs> His name's Benji. Mm. Benji, if you're listening, it so, happened. Do you have any messages for Chad Kroger and Nickelback? Chad, I think you and the boys are great guys. Uh, I don't think you were nailed the rock star image, um, but keep on keep on doing what you're doing. I think you're a very mature man, and you've got great teeth. Yeah, um, absolutely. I have to agree with the great teeth comment, Chad. I'd like to see you maybe uh, maybe forget the whole rock thing. Maybe try a different genre. Maybe painting. Spoken word. Paint. Oh, I'd love to see you paint. Bit of poetry. Stand up. I'd like to see you do stand up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Real <laughs> deadpan. Oh man, he'd be awesome at that. Yeah. And we can do a lot of self deprecation. Be great. People will love it. Yeah, you'll be good at that. Anyway, all right. Bye, Chad, and bye, I guess, if other people are listening. Yeah, from Chad. this is probably just Chad now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, love you, Chad. We'll talk after the show. Thanks, Chad.